Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Okay, today I have 13 words that are very difficult to pronounce in English. And before we start, I have to admit that, like usual, I am stealing these from an article that I found on the internet. The article actually had 200 words. 200 palabras difíciles de pronunciar en inglés y su significado en español, blah, blah, blah. From slideshare.net. So, I will put a link in the show notes. That way, the copyright police or whatever can't come after me. So, actually, like 10 or 11 are from that list. And then I put in two or three of my own that I liked. So, 13 words in total. 13 palabras que son muy difíciles de pronunciar en inglés. And I know I've heard some of our students and our followers struggle with these words as well. So it'll be fun. Now, some of these are words that I hear people just struggling to pronounce certain letters in, um, in, in proper English, right? And then there are a couple of other ones where it's just weird the way Americans pronounce it. Because as most of you know, as Americans, and I'm an American, we pronounce a lot of words in English not the correct way. So I will go over the ways that we pronounce words, that way you can understand them, right? So these words are in alphabetical order. Um, actually, we don't have any that start with A, so we're going straight to B. The first word on this list is bird, pájaro, okay? Bird. Bird. It's all about that R sound, right? That that gringo R. Er, er, R. It's not like the R in Espanol. It's R. And the way you have to do it is you open your lips up. Abre los labios. You stick both lips forward. Mete los dos labios para adelante. And then with your upper and lower teeth about a centimeter apart. Con, con los dientes de arriba y abajo apartados por como un centímetro de distancia. Y luego solo haces bird, all right? So that's bird, pájaro. As a bonus, an expression for you is to flip the bird or flip someone the bird means to give them the middle finger, mostrar el, el dedo del medio, um, que es uh, como una palabrota, ¿verdad? Es como decir F you in English. I just figured I would add that because I know you guys like to learn English slang as well. So don't do that. Don't flip someone the bird. But if you ever hear that term, yeah, he flipped me the bird. That means he gave them the middle finger, right? Okay, next one on the list is colonel. Colonel. Coronel, right? I actually had to look up how to say that in Spanish. I'm like, what? What, what is it? Is this coronel? See, like in the army, you know, ejército, whatever, right? Okay. So the weird thing about this word in English is because it looks like colonel, C O L O N E L, right? Colonel, colonel, or whatever. But no, it's pronounced colonel, colonel. Okay, so we would say, you know, my cousin was a colonel. He's a colonel in the army, whatever. Uh, it's actually pronounced the exact same way the word colonel 
K-E-R-N-E-L is pronounced like a kernel of popcorn, right? Como la semilla o el grano de las palomitas, see? Popcorn kernels. And to give you another example of the word kernel, like coronel, um, I'm guessing most of you have heard of KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and Colonel Sanders, right? Kentucky Fried Chicken is very popular here in the U.S. It's definitely not a part of my macros and micros plan, my nutrition planning, because it's not very healthy at all, the fried chicken. Um, be sure to check out that episode from a couple days ago if you're interested in nutrition. But anyway, so uh, kernel. Kernel is the way this word is pronounced. The next one is comfortable. Comfortable. Okay, now the word is C-O-M-F-O-R. T-A-B-L-E, right? Comfortable. That's, that was a little bit more of a British correct way of pronouncing it, right? Comfortable. Are you feeling comfortable? I'm not going to try to do a British accent, right? But here in the U.S., we would say, I'm feeling comfortable. Comfortable. And the word, of course, in Spanish is cómodo or cómoda, right? But comfortable. We, we just kind of like skip out the second syllable. Or instead of saying comfortable, we, stay, we just say like comfortable comfortable. It's kind of, it's definitely hard to pronounce the way we do it. And there's nothing wrong with pronouncing it fully like comfortable. Comfortable, but comfortable is the way we say it here. And we also have we use the word comfy, just like C O M F Y as a shorter version of it. Comfy. Comfy. Okay, the next one on the list is debt. Debt, like deuda. D-E-B-T. Now, the B is just totally silent in this word. So instead of being pronounced like debt, it's debt. And actually, on that note, bonus word, this isn't even included in the 13, but the word doubt, for example. D-O-U-B-T. Duda. It's another same example where the B is silent, right? So it's a silent B. Um, let me give you an example. We might say, my friend used to have thousands and thousands of dollars of student loan debt debt, deuda, and he doubted <laughs> that he could pay it off. Tenía dudas de que podía pagar todo, ¿me entiendes? So, debt and doubt are two good examples of words where the B is silent before the T. Okay, the next one is February. February, febrero, see? Now, the R in this one is silent for some reason, or the first R is, right? So, Instead of saying it February, we say February. We just like take out that R. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if that's correct or not. Like, I don't know if people from other countries, you know, native English speaking countries pronounce it February or if it was supposed to be pronounced February. All I can tell you is ever since I was a witty, 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 bitty, 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 baby, I definitely overdid that witty, bitty. But ever since I was a baby, it has always been February. February. That's just the way we say it. The next one on the list is <clears throat> girl. And this one is similar to bird. You just have to get that R, right? So niña o chica, girl. Uh, a big shout out uh, to our friend Mireya. Uh, I can't even pronounce her name correctly. Mireya from Medellin for making me think of this one. See, we all are struggling with pronunciation in our second languages, right? But she had mentioned previously that this is the word that for her is the most difficult to pronounce in English. So, girl, same thing with that R sound. Abre esos labios, aparta los dientes de arriba y abajo un poquito y... Girl, it's like a pirate sound, right? Pirata. Okay, so... um that's girl, yeah. And maybe if you can never get it right and you just don't want to say girl because you don't have the confidence to say that to someone, you can be even more polite and you can say young lady. 
young lady instead of girl, right? It's a more polite way of saying girl, so just say that instead. Okay, so now you have two options. You're welcome. All right, next word on the list is heard, like escuchar pero en el pasado, see? Yeah, I heard about that, or I heard on the news that this and this and this happened, or I heard she is traveling to China. I don't know, making stuff up, right? But heard. So it's confusing for people, and I hear a lot of our students pronouncing it as heard, which makes sense, right? Because the word in the first person is, or excuse me, in the present tense is to hear. I hear you. Can you hear me? Et cetera, et cetera. But in the past, it's pronounced heard. Not heard, even though it looks like heard. It's spelled H-E-A-R-D, but it's just pronounced heard. And there's also another word in English that is just heard, H-E-R-D, which is rebaño, right? And we talk a lot about herd immunity now with COVID, inmunidad de rebaño o colectiva, see? Um, but yeah, that's a herd is like a herd of elephants, un rebaño, a herd of elephants or a herd of animals, un rebaño de elefantes animales. No sé si ustedes usan rebaño para, el, para elefantes, pero me imagino que sí. No sé. Anyway, so that's where it gets confusing is heard, escuchar en el pasado, is pronounced exactly the same as heard rebaño. I don't know why. English is just confusing. I see why it's difficult. I'm sorry. I didn't make it this way. All right. Next on the list is island. Island, como isla, ¿verdad? It looks like island. Island, because there's an S. It's I-S-L-A-N-D. Right? But the S is silent, so it's just island. Island. Next on the list is literally. Literally. Okay, no, it's como literalmente, ¿verdad? Literally. Now, if you were to hear someone from the UK say it in British English, it's literally, literally. Lit, maybe I'm, well, anyway, my British accent isn't very good, but you get the point. The T is actually a T, right? Instead of in American English where we turn those T's into D's very often, we say, Literal, literally, literally. The literal pronunciation of literally is literally, but we don't say it like that. I think I'm just butchering British English, by the way. Um, anyway, so once again, this is just another example of Americans being lazy and pronouncing things badly. And now another one, really getting deep into the American pronunciation here, is the word mountain. Mountain, mountain. But we just kind of say it like mountain, mountain. Over there in the mountains, in the Rocky Mountains, we're going to go climb up on the Rockies and the Rocky Mountains and see some stuff from the top of the mountains. I'm just trying to repeat the word mountain a lot. That way you hear how we pronounce it. So it's M-O-U-N-T-A-I-N, montaña, mountain. But we just kind of say it like mountain, mountain. Next one on the list is schedule, schedule. Now, I know it looks like it should be like schedule because it's S-C-H-E. D-U-L-E. I think I got that right. Yeah. Schedule. So think of it like just like S-K. Imagínate como si fuera S-K solamente. Schedule. Schedule. And I suppose the last part's a little bit, bit difficult too, but schedule. Almost like S-K-E-J-U-L. Schedule. I got to check my schedule. Actually, pause for a minute. Pausa por un minuto. Pause and say, check my schedule. 10 times fast. Check my schedule, check my schedule, check my schedule, check my schedule, check my schedule. Okay, I got the five. You get the point. I'm assuming for a lot of you that will be very difficult. All right, the next one is a hilarious one that everyone talks about, and that word is squirrel. 
squirrel, ardilla, see? And really it's funny because nobody gives a crap about this word, right? I mean, like, how often do you actually have to use the word squirrel in a conversation? Like, take it from me, I've traveled to numerous Spanish-speaking countries, and obviously, I mean, they don't have a lot of squirrels, I don't think, in a lot of Spanish-speaking countries, but esos animalitos sí que corren en los árboles. But even like here in the U.S., okay, yeah, we have squirrels around my house where I live, but how often do you need to use the word squirrel anyway? It's just kind of a funny word that Latinos seem to really struggle with a lot, and they get all worked up about it. Worked up means like they get all like stressed out about it. I don't know how to pronounce squirrel. But anyway, it's just the R thing again. Squirrel, 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 okay? So if you ever need to see, if you ever actually come into a situation where you have to say the word squirrel because there's a squirrel outside your house, the word is squirrel, squirrel. And the last one I've got on the list is Wednesday. Wednesday, or hump day as we say in the U.S. because it's in the middle of the week like a hump, like the hump of the camel. How the heck do you say the hump of the camel? El hump del camello, como el... La cosa de la parte de su espalda que sube, no sé cómo se dice en español. Anyway, but... It's spelled as if it were like Wednesday, miércoles, Wednesday. However, we just pronounce it Wednesday, como si fuera um, cuando día, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm probably just confusing you guys with these weird examples, cuando día, it's not anything to do with it. So just forget that I said that, delete that part. I'm not cutting it out because I don't have time to edit it all, but anyway. It's pronounced Wednesday, miércoles, Wednesday. And I have no idea who decided on these pronunciations. Honestly, like I said, Americans pronounce things horribly a lot of times. I don't know who to blame for that. Maybe, I don't know, we can probably blame like some drunken Irishmen who came to America and were changing the language while they were sitting in bars, you know, in like the, the 1700s. I don't know, right? It's a stereotypical joke about drunken Irishmen, but it's okay because I'm half Irish. My dad's side of the family is Irish, so I can do that. I can make jokes about the Irish without getting into any trouble. And that's it. So I hope you guys found this useful. 13 very difficult to pronounce words for Spanish speakers in English, and I am out. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more.